Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, oyentes. Bienvenidos al episodio 75. Welcome to episode 75 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about five rookie mistakes that all Spanish beginners should avoid. So I know if you're just starting out with Spanish or if you're a perpetual beginner, meaning you've been dabbling in Spanish for a while, maybe you've downloaded uh, Duolingo and you kind of do it every now and then, but you really haven't yet put forth serious effort to advance your Spanish to the next level, then this episode is for you. And this actually came out of my experience with our May Spanish Beginners Bootcamp that we recently wrapped up. And I will be talking at the end of the episode if you're interested in joining us for our bootcamp that's starting in June. But there were a couple of things that I noticed that kept coming up as themes throughout the bootcamp. And I wanted to share it with you guys on the podcast because I'm always looking for those lessons that can be applied to everyone. So anyone out there who is learning Spanish, you're not the first person to have tried to learn a language or started learning the language. So there are just some common things that always, always come up. Yes, we all learn a little bit differently, but when you're starting out with a language, especially if Spanish is the first foreign language that you're attempting to learn to fluency, which is the case with a lot of native English speakers, usually we start out with Spanish, even if you have aspirations of speaking several languages, people tend to tell you, oh yeah, Spanish is easy, start with that, right? <laughs> and then we find out how not true that is, right? But no, but definitely compared to other languages like Mandarin Chinese or something like that, where you have to learn a whole different character system, different tones and different sounds. Spanish 
Spanish is relatively easy compared to that. However, it still does have its challenges. And if you're a beginner and you're not following the right strategy, then you can end up spending a lot of time and wasting a lot of time doing things that just don't work. So today I want to share with you some of these rookie mistakes that a lot of beginners make. And I was there before too, so I definitely understand. And I've definitely been a beginner with other languages as well and currently am. So I understand the struggle. It is real. But there are strategies that we can use to work smarter and not harder. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of those rookie mistakes and just kind of listen and think about this as you apply it to your own sort of Spanish learning. So what you're doing this week, right, or what you did in the past week so that this becomes immediately useful. I want you to think about that as I go through this list and hopefully you can think about it in a more concrete way and have something that you can apply right away to improve your Spanish study time because time is precious and we don't want to waste it. Okay. So the first mistake that a lot of beginners make is skipping pronunciation. Now I know, and I've said this before on the podcast, but Spanish can be deceptive because the alphabet looks a lot like the English alphabet, right? We have pretty much the same letters. There's a few letters that are different. However, by and large, the Spanish alphabet looks a lot like English. So we make the mistake of believing that we already know how those letters are pronounced. And we don't really realize that maybe that's not the case until we start talking and we realize that we do not sound at all like a native Spanish speaker sounds. And we really don't get why it is that we have such a hard time understanding them and why it is that our mouth is making sounds in a different way. And the reason for that is because a lot of programs will teach you grammar or they might teach you vocabulary, word lists and things like this, but they don't talk about pronunciation. And to me, with any language, this is the most important part is really understanding the sounds of the language. So if you start with Spanish and you just start sort of learning a lot about grammar, learning a lot of vocabulary, new words, watching movies and things like that, and you don't spend any time on improving your own pronunciation, not only will you not be able to hear and understand Spanish, but you won't speak with a proper accent, which means that words that you think sound one way sounds like something completely different to a native speaker, which really causes a, a communication barrier, right? Because you're not talking the way they expect to hear the words. And it's not just about having an obvious sort of accent, but it's also about being able to understand what people are saying and to be understood. So the first mistake is just skipping this all together and just kind of going with your instinct which I'm going to tell you is wrong because it's not really your instinct. It's actually just your natural language patterns that you have built into your brain as a native English speaker. So they may feel very instinctual to you, but they're actually just your English sort of speech patterns and they don't really apply to the Spanish language. So the first thing I would advise if you are in this camp where you're just like, ah, oh, Spanish is easy. I'll just go learn some words and I'll figure it out. Really go back and spend some time on working on your pronunciation, really get the sounds down. And that will really make a difference. Even if you're an intermediate level and you're still talking with a very obvious sort of native English speaker accent, this is something you can go back and do and kind of get this part right. Cause you'll notice that it will improve your ability to hear and understand Spanish and your ability to speak Spanish by leaps and bounds. So definitely do not skip pronunciation. If you're a beginner, I would recommend that you start there. The second rookie mistake that I've seen a lot of beginners make is focusing too much on grammar. 
Now, I do know that grammar is important, and although I'm not a huge fan of sort of getting into some of the technical details in terms of, you know, what things are called in in grammatical terms, it is important to know sort of how to say things properly, right? I get that. However, it's also one of the things that can prevent us from speaking Spanish because we're so caught up in trying to get the grammar right that we really miss out on opportunities to use the language that we already know. Another issue with sort of focusing on grammar is that you get too focused on all of these technical details and mechanics before you can even have a basic conversation. And it really is not necessary. I know if you listened to last week's episode of the podcast, you may have heard in my interview with Carolina from Tres Cuentos, she's a native Spanish speaker. And she said that, you know, you really have to approach language by just going out and making mistakes. And native speakers do not have proper grammar either. Okay, now it doesn't mean that there aren't, you know, educated people that speak Spanish, but it does mean that everybody does not have a perfect command of every single Spanish grammar rule. And not everyone speaks that way in normal day to day conversation anyway. So you might even find that native speakers make spelling mistakes as you get more um, involved in like language exchanges and communicating with different people who are native Spanish speakers. And especially if you're in a more informal setting, like you're just talking to friends and family. Yes, again, you want to know sort of the proper way to say things, but don't get too hung up on, for instance, getting a grammar textbook or going through all of the grammar drills and exercises on a website that you find and quizzing yourself over and over and over again, because it's really not necessary at the beginner phase. Learn a few things that you need to know to be able to communicate. And once you do that, you can sort of dial in and drill down on more specifics about grammar, like learning the past tense, for example, or learning uh, the difference between the imperfect past tense and the preterite past tense, right? These are things that as you go along and you get to the more intermediate level, they're going to be important as you refine your language skills, but it's not the place to start. And if you're not convinced yet, think about how you learned English. If you're a native English speaker and you grew up in a household, you didn't really learn grammar until you went to school, but you were probably speaking, if you're like most children, before you ever made it to kindergarten. You're probably already speaking English fairly fluently. You may have been speaking like a four-year-old or a five-year-old, but you were still speaking English. And you're probably making a ton of mistakes, but it's the only language that you knew. So it didn't really matter because if you had to communicate, that is the language you had to use. It was later that we went to school and they told us, hey, this is what a split infinitive is. And these are all these different rules that you have to follow when you're writing. Yes, those things are important. And yes, you want to be educated. But at the same time, don't let that prevent you or stop you from moving forward with using the language that you already know just because you don't have all the grammar rules sorted out. So definitely don't get too hung up on that and just sort of let it flow, right? Let the process be a little bit more natural, just like it was when you learned English. The next rookie mistake is comparing your progress to other people. I can't say this enough that your language journey is your own. There are certain strengths and weaknesses that we all have when it comes to learning anything and especially language learning. And I know if you're a beginner, you probably feel like everything is a weakness, right? Like I can't understand what people are saying. Everybody's talking too fast. I don't know what words to say back. And you might just feel like you don't have any strengths, but trust me, there are things that you have learned before in life and you can use the lessons you've learned from learning other things and apply that to learning Spanish. 
And a lot of people watch all these YouTubers who, you know, they have these videos and they're speaking seven different languages and they're just going from Spanish to English to French to Portuguese to Swahili and they're just sort of flowing in and out of it. And we may look at those people and get inspired, but we also might look at them and get super intimidated and think, I will never be able to speak like they speak or I'll never be able to do that. And what I would say to you is one, everyone started out as a beginner, right? So everybody has had to go through the struggles that you're experiencing right now. And also keeping that beginner's mindset is what keeps language learners on their toes and helps you be able to learn, you know, a second and third language because you're always in learning mode. It's always about not what I know, but what can I learn? And having that mindset is really important. So don't ever feel bad about being a beginner. Don't ever think someone else is more advanced than you. And um, we did have this come up in our boot camp where we had a person who was in the group and he even commented that, oh, I don't think you guys are beginners because you also speak so much better than me. And we all really tried to encourage him and said, well, you know, everyone has a different level of experience with Spanish. And there are people who may have been learning for a while, but still consider themselves beginners that might describe you. So don't look at someone else's progress and where they are as, oh, that person is further along than me, because it really doesn't matter. Your language learning journey is your own. And if you've decided that you want to speak Spanish fluently, you absolutely can do it. You just have to follow a strategy that works for you. So comparison can really be demotivating. It can really set us back. So I really wouldn't look at comparison in the way of, wow, that person is better than me, but try to let those people inspire you to know that, hey, they started exactly where I am right now. And if they can do it, then I can do it too. Now, the fourth beginner mistake is trying to do too many things at once. Now, I know, especially with the Spanish language, there are so many different resources. There's free apps, there's paid apps, there's courses, there's online classes, there's language exchanges, there's tutors that you can find, there's different countries that people speak Spanish in. I mean, there's so much information out there right now that it's so easy to get caught up in spinning your wheels and just just really learning about learning, right? So I call this like meta learning. So you're learning about learning Spanish, but you're actually not learning any Spanish. Even listening to this podcast, I'm glad you're listening to the podcast, but I hope after this that you also are going to spend some time exposing yourself to Spanish or listening to some other episodes where we actually do have some more Spanish content as well. But you don't want to just get into this mindset of watching what other people are doing, trying to figure out the next thing and the best thing. The important thing is to do something, so if you get one tip out of this podcast, and I try to do this every episode, try to apply something that you've learned right away and try it out for at least a week or two so that you know whether or not that strategy works for you. But don't ever just kind of sit and just, you know, accumulate advice and hoard information, download a bunch of apps and sort of keep this desktop full of stuff that you'll get to one day. Because trust me, we all have those, right? I mean, I have probably a lot of resources I downloaded years ago that, you know, recently because we've been in quarantine, I have had the opportunity to start using. But that's not always the case, right? And the more and more you do that, you spend a lot of time, you know, learning about the language and not learning the language. And it might feel like you've done a lot because you spent maybe four hours listening to podcasts about the best way to learn Spanish, but you never actually started to apply any of those tips. So I would always advise you to take action 
reflection on anything you learn and to give yourself a limit, right? So you know how on YouTube, you can actually change the setting so it won't play video after video after video because that's what it does, right? Like you turn on YouTube video, it's like, hey, you're learning about Spanish. Hey, watch this other YouTuber. They're also speaking Spanish and posting about their journey. So watch their video next. And then, oh, here's another guy. And they just show you video after video after video. You can actually change that setting so that it will not play the next video. So you can actually take a pause and think, okay, what can I apply from what that person just did? Or what can I apply from what I learned from what they said? And let me go do that now before I watch the next video. So I encourage you to pause. So after you listen to this episode, come up with your takeaways, sit, take a moment, write them down and actually apply them to doing something with the Spanish language right away. Before you go listen to something else or go look for the next piece of advice, apply what you've learned right away and try it out for a little while to see if it really works for you. Now, my fifth and final rookie mistake is waiting to speak until you are quote unquote ready. I can't tell you how many people tell me that they're beginners or that they really don't speak Spanish because they've just never tried. Although they could have been learning Spanish for maybe two years off and on, right? Maybe not directly. And this may describe you. You may, you know, have started learning Spanish and you stopped because you got busy. Life got in the way. That happens. It's completely normal. And you pick it up again. You forgot a lot of what you learned before. So you're like a perpetual beginner, which is fine. That happens. But you do want to come up with ways that you can actually maintain what you've learned. And the best way to do that is actually using it. So don't wait to start speaking Spanish. Say the words that you know right now. I also encourage people that are in the Spanish Consalsa community because I do group coaching in there. And I had someone sort of mentioned that they wanted to be able to speak to their coworkers in Spanish. And I said, well, if you have a coworker that's from, I think this person had a coworker from Puerto Rico, somewhere where they really do speak a lot of English and Spanish together. So a very bilingual type of culture. I said, well, just start using the words, you know, you know, even if they're mixed in with English and we're, we're also like conscious about, oh, we don't want to use English. Everything has to be 100 percent in Spanish. But, you know, English can really help you make these links and ties that you need to learn Spanish better. And if especially if you're talking to someone like someone from Puerto Rico who can be used to hearing English and Spanish used together. I just suggested to that person to start using the Spanish words, you know, even if you don't know the whole sentence in Spanish, throw in the words that you do know, even if you just know how to say thank you. So start saying gracias instead of thank you. Use the little bit that you know in the real world or in a real conversation so that you don't forget it. All right. So don't wait to speak until you have everything perfect. You will not start to really be able to reach conversational fluency until you start having conversations. Now, I know that sounds simple, but a lot of you are sitting there with your notebooks full of words and your apps downloaded and your Duolingo trophies. And you're like, I'm learning, I'm learning, but you're not speaking the language. So I definitely recommend if you haven't already, you can check out one of our sponsors of this podcast, italki. They have tutors from all over Latin America, really all over the world. If you're interested in finding someone to talk to at a pretty decent rate. And I also offer to you, as I mentioned towards the beginning of the podcast, we also are hosting a beginner's boot camp. Okay. So it's a Spanish beginner boot camp, And the idea is that within four weeks, you will be able to confidently introduce yourself in Spanish. So this is for you, even if you're, like I said, a perpetual beginner who's been learning Spanish off and on, but you still don't feel really confident about having a conversation or you start to stutter when someone says, hola, como estas, right? And you're like, uh, si, uh, bien, uh, 
You know, if that's you, if that describes you, nothing wrong with that. We've all been there on our journey, but you've got to take a step in the right direction to get over that. So the four week boot camp is a live boot camp. So it's a weekly class. We meet once a week and we give you some exercises and some questions so that you can practice in between. And you'll come out of those four sessions with the ability to confidently introduce yourself to anyone you meet in Spanish for the first time. So if you're interested in checking that out, go to SpanishBeginnerBootCamp.com. That's SpanishBeginnerBootCamp.com and sign up for our June class. It's actually going to start next week and we have a limited number of slots available. This is only for folks who are serious about getting off that, you know, sort of beginner treadmill of just like learning without speaking and really begin to be able to get comfortable with actually using the language in a friendly environment. Okay. So you'll be talking to other learners and also native Spanish speaker that'll facilitate this and we'll take you through a process where you'll get comfortable with being able to ask and answer some basic questions in Spanish that you'll definitely use the first time you meet anyone. Okay. So if you're interested again, definitely invite you to join us again. There's a limited number of slots. We start next week. So if you want to get out of some of these rookie mistakes and actually start speaking Spanish, go to SpanishBeginnerBootCamp.com and sign up. All right. So that's it for this episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I hope that something that you heard today has helped you go at least one small step closer from being a Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. This episode of Learn Spanish Con Salsa is brought to you by our partner, italki, the effective, fastest way to become fluent in a foreign language. You'll make more progress with one-on-one -on -one lessons customized for your learning style and goals. You can take lessons from anywhere at a time that is convenient for you. Connect with people from around the world, learn the real language, and learn how people really speak. Get started today and get a free $10 credit with your first lesson purchase. Just visit go.italki.com slash Spanish con salsa. That's go.italki.com slash Spanish con salsa. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.